Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Oh my goodness, this is episode one. We're doing it. Here we are. We're doing it. So I have been dreaming up this podcast now for probably maybe six months. Oh my goodness. And within the past few weeks, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And here I am doing it. I'm sitting in a walk-in closet, recording myself, talking to my computer, and you're listening to it. Hello. So this episode is just going to be a little introduction, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my past, my present, my future dreams, and yeah, everything that's gotten me to where I am now. Before we dive in, I just want to ask that if you love this episode and can't wait to listen to the rest of the episodes, please do me a favor and leave a review on iTunes. It takes like two seconds. And hey, you never know, you might be my first review, so that would be pretty exciting. Also, if you want, you can take a screenshot of yourself listening to this show and post it on your Instagram story so that I can reshare it and send you a big thank you message I would absolutely love that. This show wouldn't be possible without the support of a few amazing sponsors, the first of which is... Okay, it's me. (laughs) If you're like me and you love personal development, I know you'd love my newest resource, The Growth Guide. The Growth Guide is a 12-day program that uses guided meditation, journaling prompts, and growth exercises on a specific topic each day that will leave you feeling inspired, rejuvenated, grounded, and ready to take on the world with compassion and love. I'm so excited for this guide and thankful for you listening in, so I want to give you all a little deal. You can use the code PODCAST10 at my checkout for 15% off your order. Link is down below in the show notes. Okay, let's get back to the show where I'm talking about myself for the next little bit. So let's take it all the way back to the beginning I am originally from the very northeast tip of Tennessee. I grew up in a very average-sized town with, you know, very very normal childhood, um, middle class. I enjoyed school. Everything everything was pretty good looking back. Of course, there was challenges, but. They made me into into who I am today, so I am thankful for them. The first challenges were around the time my my parents got divorced, which is when I was nine years old. And that's when I started kind of reaching this point of, of... getting into a place where I was kind of anxious and, and depressed, um, which is a big part of what I share is getting out of all of that and loving your life. So yeah, my parents got divorced. After they got divorced, things were really, really hard. Uh, Both of my parents had some issues with 
trauma that they had experienced in their childhood that they carried into their relationships and into their parenting. So things were hard for a couple years. Um, There was addiction in my family, alcohol abuse, some domestic violence, and yeah, it was it was really hard sometimes. Um, and I think probably because a lot of that, I got to a place when I was about 14 or 15 where I was very, 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 very depressed, very sad, didn't enjoy life, thought everybody didn't like me. I just wanted to go back and hold young Melissa's hand at this point in my life. Um, but yeah, it was hard for quite a few years. But I I got to a place where I realized how bad I felt. And after having some thoughts that really scared me, I, I reached out and I, I told my family. I let them know that I was thinking these things about about not wanting to be alive and I, I got help. So I started going to a psychiatrist and a therapist. And that was my first introduction into personal development and growing was just simply asking for help. So I started going to therapy and it really turned my life around because I remember my therapist saying, hey, you know, just because you're thinking something doesn't mean it's necessarily true. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I was so afraid all the time. And I just thought all of that stuff was true. Like, I didn't want to reach out to people and ask them to hang out with me. I didn't even really want to go into public places because I was afraid. I don't even know what of just, like, not being liked or being judged. Or I just had so much so much fear and anxiety and shame and frustration. is because I held it all inside. And I had no idea. So... Things started getting easier. I started working on myself. I started opening up to people and sharing my feelings instead of just like hiding them all away, which meant I was connecting with people. Oh my gosh, it was great. So that's what high school was like for me. A lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. I think that's how it is for a lot of people. I also started having you know, panic attacks, and I had migraines a lot, but it started getting better. I started getting back into a place where I felt like I could play and have fun and talk to people and all of that. So when I started thinking about what I wanted to do with my life, you know, the big question, what do you want to do with your life that we ask (laughs) 16, 17-year-olds, and I had no idea, like any 16 or 17-year-old, well, like most 16 or 17-year-olds, no idea what I wanted to do. I had some ideas, but I don't know. It seemed like whatever I liked at the moment was what I wanted to do. Like, I took, you know, I took Spanish class, and I liked it, so I was like, I'll be a Spanish teacher, and then I took a history class, and I liked it, so I was like, okay, I'll be a history teacher, and then I, I took calculus and physics, and I liked those classes my senior year, so I was like, okay, what can I do with this? And I asked around, people were like, oh my gosh, you should be an engineer because you're a female, and the world needs more female engineers, and it would be stable, and you will make money, and all of that, and I was like, okay, sure. So... <laughs> So I kept asking around, I looked into different types of engineering, and 
I've always been passionate about the environment. I spent a lot of time outside growing up. I've, I lived in an area where it was really safe to just go outside and run around. So in the summertime, I would leave my house in the morning, run around with my friends all day, like in the woods or wherever, and then and then come home for dinner, you know what I mean? So I loved, I loved nature so much, and I learned a little bit about environmental engineering. So I was like, okay, that's what I'll do. So I went off to college. I started my classes. Engineering school was tough. It was tough. I, I had to learn how to study <laughs> because classes were hard. If you didn't study, you didn't make it. So I was super busy with my classes. I also, I, I was dancing at the time. Well, I still am. I started dancing when I was 13, ballet mostly. And I, I fell in love with it pretty hard at the age of 13 and went to a school where I, I caught up pretty quickly because we had classes six days a week. And so I, I had... One year where I was in catch-up mode with, like, the adult dance class and then with a class that was a little younger than I was, and then I got put in with my age group. So, thankfully, I was able to catch up, and I absolutely loved ballet. So, when I got to college, I was, like, I spent, like, one month not dancing, and then I was just, like, oh, my gosh, I have to get into a, a dance class. So, I found a studio. I started dancing. By my second year of college, I was also teaching. So I was, I was, I worked on campus, uh, doing either tutoring or grading papers, or something like that. I was taking, you know, a full load of classes, really hard classes like <laughs> differential equations and physics and all of that. I also like taking some classes for fun, like Spanish and things like that. Um, and I was also taking or teaching dance classes probably about five days a week. So it was a lot. So I felt like I was, I was learning more and more about how to be happier. I read about it all the time, you know, about <laughs> having a peaceful life, not being stressed. Oh my gosh. But it seems like I just kept taking on stuff. So I never actually made space to make those practices happen, to make those change ha changes happen in my life. I just kept going and going and adding more and doing more and trying to please everybody. And I put so much pressure on myself, so much pressure. And yeah, I just, I was still, you know, I was still stressed. I was still having panic attacks. So even though things were kind of shifting for me, it wasn't really, it wasn't really changing all that much because I still, I still felt lost. I still felt lonely. I still, I, you know, I was having relationships at this point in my life. Um, and I would get into a relationship with a guy and then just get like annoyed and fed up because I wouldn't, I didn't set boundaries with them. And I, I, <laughs> I would kind of like blame everything on them and be like, well, he, he's clearly like, too immature, like not the one or whatever, and then just break up with them and jump into a new relationship. So yeah, so I was still kind of frustrated with life. Wasn't hating it, but was still frustrated. And 
that kept going for a couple of years and things started really shifting for me when I, when I started meditating, I would say, which was five years ago now. And I, you know, in my (laughs) time reading about self-help and all of that, I was like, I, I came across an article about meditation. I had never really experienced it before I lived in a tiny town in Tennessee where there's there's like one yoga studio I think there's two there now but you know small town I was like what is this I'll try it so I started sitting down for like 10 minutes every day and I started meditating and it helped I felt less stressed and I was like I have no idea how or why this is happening but it's happening so I'm just gonna keep doing it so I kept doing it I wasn't super consistent, but I was, you know, I was like, I'd, I'd make time for it here and there. But things started shifting even more when I started practicing yoga, which was my very last semester of my undergrad. So I was a senior, it was my last semester, I was about 22, 23 maybe, and the last semester is crazy because we have this huge project, a huge project, (laughs) and I was also training to be the sugar plum fairy in the Nutcracker, which if you're not familiar with the Nutcracker, the sugar plum fairy is like a really big role, so I felt so much pressure for my project and also this, this, like, the role of my lifetime, you know, like, (laughs) and I was also still teaching and I was in a relationship, and I had a dog, and it was just a lot on my plate, so I was like, okay, I want to have more core strength, and (laughs) I started doing these YouTube videos, like 20-minute YouTube videos, a, a yoga core video, and at the end, um, I, you know, we would lay for a minute, and just rest and meditation and that's kind of when it clicked with me and I was like okay I need more of all of this in my life and at that point I didn't even realize that meditation was part of yoga like I literally was that person who thought that (laughs) yoga was uh (laughs) like an exercise and that's it I had no idea had no idea small town southern girl classic but anyway so I was like what is this because it made me feel so much better so I started researching and learning more and more and more and I was practicing every day meditating every day and things started shifting quickly for me at this point also right around the same point is when I decided to transition to veganism I during that same semester, that same crazy semester, I got really sick and I had bronchitis for like a freaking month and a half. And it turned out to be like pneumonia and I had like pleurisy and I lost a bunch of weight that I couldn't really afford to lose. And, but I couldn't stop because school and because ballet and I just felt so bad. And I stayed home one day I never missed classes ever and I stayed home one day because I was like oh my god I just can't do it I stayed home and I watched a documentary called Cowspiracy which is about 
uh, animal agriculture and the environment, the impacts on the environment. And I was already so passionate about nature and, you know, knew a good bit, but this had never come across my plate before that, that how much land and resources is taken up by farming as many animals as we do on this planet. And I was like, what, what is this concept? So then I, I kept <laughs> that same day, I binge watched like a ton of documentaries and I started reading. And I remember at one point there was like a clip, a video clip where it showed like kind of everything that goes on with the animals. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I like cried and was like holding on to my dog and all of that. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't do this anymore. So I, that's when I started to transition. The transition took me maybe four months or so. I thought it would take longer because I was like, what the heck am I even going to eat? I don't know what I'm doing. There's no options here, but I, I liked cooking. I did my dang research, lots of it. And I figured it out. I also reached out to the one vegan girl I knew. I like kind of knew her at this point, but now we are super close friends. And I was like, please help me. And she was like, I am here to help you. And I was like, thank you. So I figured it out, got community. Thanks, internet. Okay, so yeah, I've been vegan ever since. Over three years now. But anyway, all in that period was when things started to move quickly for me in terms of my growth. I started practicing yoga, I started meditating and got serious about it and got to a point where I was meditating every single day since then I've also started journaling. So every morning now and for the last quite a bit of my life, I've been meditating and journaling first thing every single day, every single day. And yeah, so things started shifting. Up until this point, um, I thought I was going to get a PhD in environmental engineering, become a professor. And I kind of was like, wait, I don't know if I really want to do this. School is so stressful for me, so stressful. And I just didn't, wasn't sure if that was my path anymore. So I decided to get a master's degree at the same university. They had like a fast track program that I could do. So I took, <laughs> so I was also taking grad classes my very last semester too. I forgot to mention that. I don't know how I did all that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so I went, I started my master's degree. It was, I was doing it for, I did it for two years. It was pretty dang intense. And, but, 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 but I, I was, I was doing all of these things to take care of myself so much better at this point that I was getting less stressed, even though I had more pressure from, you know, like my professors and all of that, I was becoming less and less stressed and I was setting boundaries. Oh my gosh. I was taking care of myself. What is this? <laughs> Because that was never me before that I was, I was like, I am here to do anything you want. And it doesn't matter if I'm drained and run out and becoming very resentful of you. <laughs> you know, I just, I was a people pleaser, 100%. But yeah, I started setting boundaries, I started taking care of myself. And so I, I did grad school, all of that was working on myself. Um, and then I finished grad school and 
I had accepted a job in Louisville with an environmental engineering firm, but I decided to take a little bit of time off before I moved and started working so that I could travel and also so that I could go to yoga teacher training. So I went, it was in Hawaii, a three-week immersion program. It was great. It was, you know, everything that you ever hear about a teacher training, life-changing, just incredible. It was, you know, on the big island of Hawaii. It was beautiful. We did no cell phones the entire time, except for, like, on, I think we had, like, two free days that we could use our phone by, like, barely used it at all anyway. So no cell phone, no computer, just diving into to to yoga and really connecting with myself in a way that I had never experienced before. When it, when it was over, I just felt so much peace and so much clarity and so much excitement. And yeah, I think by then I had reached this place where I was like, I love my life. I love life. I love people. I love teaching. I love connecting with people. I love hearing people's stories. I love sharing. I love laughing with people. I love crying with people. I just love life. I love this world. I love, I was just feeling so much love in my heart. It was great. It was great. So then I moved to Louisville, Kentucky. It's a, it's the largest town I've ever lived in so far. Um, about, I think there's like about half a million people there. So it's a good little sized town. Um, And I started working at the environmental engineering firm. So I was doing a lot of really important work that really benefits humanity. Um, And I really, I really loved my job. I really appreciated my job. The people were awesome. You know, the benefits and the pay was good. (laughs) Um, It was a really, really, really good job. A really, really, really good job. But a couple months in, a few things all kind of happened at the same time. I kind of started having feelings that I couldn't, I I didn't feel like I wanted to be there forever. Um, I had no idea how long, I mean, I figured it would be at least a couple years, but uh, spoiler alert, it wasn't, <laughs> but I, I started growing on social media and having more of an audience because I was sharing my story more and connecting with people and really enjoying the creative outlet, so my social media was growing. I really started having feelings like I wanted, I, I, I wanted to be more in connection with people. I felt like my, my heart and my my skills and my talents were connecting with people, sharing with people, speaking with people, um, where in my career I was not, I was not getting to do that. And it was really, it was hard on me. It was hard on me. Um, and at the same time, when I was just four months in, my, my dad had a health scare that freaked me out for a good bit. Um, he's doing really, really well now, just so you know, but it scared me. So I started driving back and forth a lot of weekends, which was like, 
anywhere from like 12 hours to 14 hours round trip on a weekend um, of driving. And it was a lot working full time, going to see him. And I, my, my perspective shifted and I was like, life is short. Life is very short. I want, I want to be close to my family right now. I want to try, I want to see if these opportunities that are coming up might work out. I I was like, I'm young. I'm not married. I don't, I don't have kids. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to go for it. And so I started planning. I spoke to, I was really transparent with my employers. They were super, super kind and supportive. And I, they will always have a place in my heart for how kind they were to me. And, um, so I, I started to get ready to move back home, which I I hadn't lived at home in like, you know, seven years. So over the course of those few months, I started thinking about what, what I would do, what I would do. And I started recording and creating, I have a guided meditation album and meditation guide. So I started recording that, those, and working on the guide and I started planning for when I moved back. So after a few more months, I moved home and everything was great. I, I was really feeling good about my choice and happy and motivated. And then, <laughs> and then something happened that kind of took me for a loop. I got broken up with by uh, a guy I had been with for a very long time. So all within the same week, I moved, I left my job, and I got broken up with, and I was like, oh, okay. It was like, ooh, it was a lot all at one time. It was scary. I was terrified. I was like, what the heck am I doing? And it took me a couple weeks. I knew, though, I had... I knew not to make any actions, but I was like, I was so terrified that I was like, what am I doing? This isn't right. I should move back. I should just not try to grow. I'm tired of trying to grow. But I knew, I knew I was just in a place where I was really hurt and I've learned I don't take actions from hurt anymore. I don't do that. I take actions based on love. I take actions based on trust. And so I sat with it for a while. I sat with it for a while. Um, yeah. And, and I got through it. I got through it and I got stronger because of it. And then I became thankful it happened. That's where I am now. Super thankful. It was a good thing, but yeah, it was hard for a while. And, but but yeah, I'm glad it happened. So that was August, beginning of August, 2000, what year is it? 2018. Now it is December, 2018. And I'm a couple months out of being uh, self-employed, which is fun. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm really excited for what the future holds. I've gotten I've gotten to travel quite a bit in the past couple months, and I have more traveling coming up. I've gotten to, I don't really, I'm in a very small town, a very, 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 very small town, 
So I don't really have any opportunities to uh, teach yoga as much as I'd like to here. Um, but I've gotten to travel and teach and I have opportunities coming up to travel and teach. I think eventually I'll move again um, to somewhere where I have more opportunities to just be in a studio teaching and taking classes as well. But I also, um, I'm teaching dance <laughs> again, which I haven't done in like a year at the studio where I grew up <laughs> taking classes, which is so fun, just so fun. Um, but I'm loving it. I'm loving spending time with my dad and I have my dog here. If you know me, you know Forrest. <laughs> he's my sweetheart, my big, he's a big like Catahoula hound and he has other stuff in him too, but he looks like a tiger. Everywhere we go, people are like, he looks like a tiger. Like every single day of his life. He's about 90 pounds. He is a cuddle monster and just spoiled as all get out. I love him so much. But yeah, so we're out here. I live in like, yeah, like I said, the middle of nowhere, out in the country. Loving it though. For now, it's really good, but I think I'll probably move again in the future. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I have a lot of plans on the table. I, I mean, my ultimate goal, the intention of everything I do, the root of my, uh, my just, just what drives me, what motivates me is just loving others, spreading love, helping people, lifting people up, um, and yeah, just trying to make the world a, a better place. And that is, that is everything in my life. That is everything to me. And I just, I just really love people. I love you if you're listening, just so you know. So eventually I, I have lots of ideas about what I want to do. Who knows what will happen? Just taking things a day at a time, but like ideas floating around, like I, I love writing, so I'd love to write a book at some point. I'm want to travel and teach more I'd love to have like speaking arrangements or whatever who knows but it's been a crazy journey it's been so exciting and I just see myself more and more every single day really getting back to to who I am like I think for so long I was trying to be someone I wasn't I was trying to be impressive to people and all of that and now I just like I just don't care anymore <laughs> I just don't care I'm I just feel like I'm fully myself and the relationships that I'm having the opportunities I'm having my life is so much better now because I'm just being me I'm just being honest and real about what I want and who I am and what I want to create in this world. And yeah, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. Sometimes it's still scary as heck. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? And then I'm like, deep breaths, deep breaths. And then I, you know, I meditate and I journal and everything's fine after that. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's been really, really good. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And We'll see what the future holds. I guess as long as I have this podcast going and my like social media and all that, I'll keep you updated, okay? So that's all for now. I'd say that's a pretty good little first episode introduction. I'm so 
excited for the rest of these episodes. I have some really amazing interviews with some really amazing people planned about a wide variety of topics. It's going to be just awesome. And I'd love to know what you think. As always, send me a message, send me an email. If you ever want to know anything, if you want an episode about anything at all, just give me a suggestion. I'd love to know. Also, feel free to just send me a message or an email and introduce yourself. I I love learning more about you all. I'm so thankful for you all. Like none of this would be possible if you know, I could be over here sharing and stuff and it would be like to nobody if if it weren't for you all. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just can't express it enough how thankful I am for you. And yeah, I hope you have a great whatever today is, wherever you are in the world, whatever time of day it is. I hope it is going wonderful for you. And if it is not, if there is something going on, I hope you trust that that you can learn from this experience and you can grow from this experience. And then everything is going to work out just fine. It will. Okay. See you later. Bye.